0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Mark, Chapter 15. Beginning in verse 1 we read, Immediately in the morning the chief priests with the elders, scribes, and the whole council held a consultation, bound Jesus, carried him away, and delivered him up to Pilate. So apparently these liars had strategically gathered prior to the arrest of Christ and then proceeded to weave their tails once he had been arrested. While they were not or had not been totally successful thus far, they did manage to get Jesus sent now to the Roman governor over Judea at that time. The writers of the Gospels give us a mouse-in-the-corner view, if you will, of the private but profound meeting between our Lord and one now famous Pilate. His participation in this whole scene is as divinely orchestrated as that of Jesus. Verse 2 we read, Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered, So you say. Now, how did Pilate ask this question? Where was the emphasis? We don't have his tone of voice, so we don't know for sure. But as Pilate looked around, he definitely would have saw, one, no revolutionary desires in the eyes or the voice of this Jesus. Also, he would have seen a demeanor of humility and of meekness. He would have saw that Jesus stood before him with no friends and no followers, no army, and just a man with the clothing of a poor carpenter and the trappings of a peasant. Are you the King of the Jews? Essentially, Jesus says, yes, I know it's hard to believe, but millions will follow you, Pilate, with the same incredulous doubt but whether you believe it or not, whether they believe or not, whether I fit the profile of an earthly king or not, I am the real thing. I'm it. I am the king. As incredulous as it might have been for this pilot, Jesus would now call himself the king. And it was actually a very small thing because it was true. But you need to know for the Roman powers, The statement Jesus effectively made here was treason, and that is exactly what the chief priests wanted to hear. Verse 3, the chief priests accused him of many things. Now Mark records that Pilate marveled. He apparently had never seen anything like this Jesus. And in fulfillment of prophecy, Jesus would now live out Isaiah 53, verse 7. The New Living Testament says this, He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. John tells us even more in his gospel. He records that Pilate was actually afraid. Well, you see, Pilate was now in a very difficult position, and you can read about that in John 19, verses eight through 16. In chapter eight of the book of John, we read more of this dialogue. It says, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this reason I have been born, and for this reason I have come into the world, that I should testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. And Pilate said to him, what is truth? When he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no basis for a charge against him. Even Pilate's wife warned him not to have anything to do with Jesus for she said she had suffered much, quote unquote, because of a dream concerning him. And you can read about that in Matthew 27, verse 19. Verse four, Pilate again asked him, have you no answer? See how many things they testify against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate marveled. Church history has carried forth a legend that Pilate eventually became a Christian. Now we don't know the truth of such, not on this side of eternity anyway, but Pilate definitely had his day It was, like for all of us, his moment of decision. Throughout the ages, men have cried lies. I mean, the mass of mankind has denied Jesus' deity. But if his claim of deity was false, why wouldn't he have herein moved to free himself? I mean, with a little verbal effort, Jesus might have easily walked away that day. But. A little defense on his part, you know, perhaps he could have put all this behind him, but he did not. Verse 6 says, Now at the feast he, uh, Pilate that is, used to release to them one prisoner, whomever they ask of him. There was one called Barabbas, bound with his fellow insurgents, men who in the insurrection had committed murder. The multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do as he always did for them. And Pilate answered, saying, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he perceived the envy of the chief priests had delivered him up, but the chief priests stirred up the multitude that he should release Barabbas to them instead. Now, in reading this, we definitely get the idea that Pilate was having some second thoughts about all of it. Putting together all the gospel accounts of this historic meeting, what you have here is a picture of one nervous ruler. Pilate was looking for a graceful way out of this, but it seems such was not to be found. To choose Jesus would have cost him everything, just as it does now. It was no more of a cost than each of us must spend. It seems crazy to think that these people would rather have a known murderer in their midst than this Jesus Christ. Seems insane to me, but mankind has been making that same choice almost from the beginning of time. Jesus could have stopped this incredible wrong, but he allowed himself to die in place of this guilty man. Imagine that. Jesus would be the substitute for Barabbas, the perfect for the imperfect, just as he was our substitute, the perfect for the imperfect. He died that we might live. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.